Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app slash breadbox. Welcome back to Quote Me, a weekly podcast that seeks to encourage, inspire, and lift you up to be all you were created to be. I'm your host, Lindsay Schlegel, and I'm so glad you're here. We are back after a longer than expected hiatus, at the end of season two, I mentioned I was expecting a baby, and our guy was born in August. His name, Lucas, means light, and he really has been that for our family these last five months. Uh, he smiled sooner than all of our other kids, and we are just so grateful for his life and for God's timing. Before we get started today, I want to direct you to the Instagram page of the show, which is quote me underscore podcast. We never ran our giveaways from season two, for obvious reasons. Um... And we're going to kick off this season celebrating that one. So by the time you hear this, the first giveaway should be live. So please follow, enter, and tell your friends to do the same. In its first two seasons, this show inspired and encouraged me at every turn. So I'm so happy to be back creating more content and sharing it um, out with the world. Worlds are powerful. Words are powerful. Recognizing and celebrating the impact they have on our lives can comfort or challenge us or both at once. Today, I hope we can honor the truth, beauty, and goodness of well-chosen language, and so glorify God. Let's begin. My guest today is Patrick Sullivan, a Catholic lay evangelist and the founder of Evango. I got that right, right, Patrick? Evango? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Evango is a Catholic media and evangelization organization. Patrick is also the creator of the parenting program, Me and My House, and he is the proud father of nine children. Patrick, Welcome. Well, thank you, Lindsay. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. Thanks for joining me and kicking off season three. I know, right? That when you told me this was, well, our first, I, I just didn't know what to say. I, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about your quote. So your quote is, I'm going to see if I can get this right, too, because my, my Latin um, education is what my children bring home from school. They learn from <laughs> school. And so basically each week they learn one animal, the name of one animal in Latin. So I wow, know okay. like zebra is zebra. 
and hippopotamus. And I think bear is Ursu. And that is where mm-hmm. my knowledge ends. So here we go. Quo vadis domine. Beautiful. Quo vadis domine. Yes. Um, can you tell me about where you heard this quote and what it has meant for you? Well, it's funny you say that, you know, your your Latin is kind of rough and tumble, or I'll use those words, because that's what mine was like, especially in the early days when I first heard this quote, Quo vadis domine. Um, it actually came across my ears one day as I was working in a parish office many, many years ago. And at the time, I was engaged to my now wife, beloved Kyla. And we were looking for something to inspire and motivate our marriage, some kind of direction to give it, because as we looked around ourselves for inspiration, for a greater influence, all we saw was brokenness in the marriages around us. And that's a terrible thing to say. It's a sad thing to say, but it it was. And I think in many ways still is reality for many uh, couples out there. Looking around, all we saw was brokenness. And so we were looking for something. Lord, help us to find the way to make this marriage strong, to make it beautiful, to make it powerful, so that we don't experience the same kind of brokenness again in our lives as adults and, and perpetuate that brokenness into families down, down the line. And this line, I don't even know where it first came up, but I believe one of the, the priests I knew, this is what I'm going with, Lindsay. This is how Hi. I remember it. I could be wrong. Maybe <laughs> Kyla will get on here and she's like, no, you completely messed this up. But this is how I remember it. I remember one of the priests telling us a story and he called it Quovati Stomini. And it was the story of St. Peter trying to escape the persecutions in Rome. And the disciples convince him, you know what, if you survive, Peter, if the head of the church gets away and survives, then the body will survive. Even if we are all massacred, even if we're decimated, if you get away, the church survives. So reluctantly, maybe, they, uh, he agrees. And they put him over a wall on a basket and he escapes. And he's actually clear of the cities far off down the road. And as he's walking away from the city, he sees a beggar coming towards him, seemingly to go back into the city. And as the beggar gets closer, he realizes it's Jesus. Now, this, of course, Jesus has already resurrected. He's already ascended into heaven. And he's, Lord, where are you going? And there's that famous quote. Sure. Where are you going? And in the story, at least in the version I heard it, the Lord says, I'm going back to my people to be persecuted. And I, I just imagined as a young man, here's Peter going, ah, I was free and uh, I'm, I'm going to be okay. But he right. breathes this great big sigh and just kind of turns around and he heads back. Walking side by side with the Lord to his own death. Right. And I remember hearing that and talking to Kyle about it and saying, that's it. That's the direction we need. That's the inspiration we need. We need to face this thing, marriage, head on. And find joy in the struggle. Because right. we come from broken families and, and we're surrounded by brokenness. We cannot avoid it. And for all your listeners out there who are in pain right now, there is no running from the pain. The question is, are you going to allow our Lord to walk with you into it? If you do, then wow, what beautiful things will come. Amen. Quo vadis domine is 
Well, we actually had it inscribed on our rings. It, it awesome. so moved us. On the very inside, I ask our kids from time to time, you mentioned I have nine kids. The little ones have no idea, but one day they'll find out. It's one of those things I'll give a prize for, you know, family fun night. Who remembers what's inside daddy and mommy's room? Kovadi's <laughs> Tommy, where are you going, Lord? No matter what I think is best for this family, or no matter what I think is best for it, matter St. Peter, right? This is best for the church that I survive. <laughs> Yeah, we can be so domestic church. I mean, you're the head of your domestic church, right? That's right. Right. Yeah, this is this is best for mom and dad. Well, okay, if that's true, then ask the question. Right. And it's a dare that we have to then ask the question. Because if you ask the Lord, where are you going in my marriage, in my friendships, in my apostolate, in my vocation, in my career, where are you going? And if you have said Kyle and I have said, if you've said, wherever you go, I will go. Yeah. Then guess what? You have your answer. You know what you're going to need. Right. It's such a bold question to ask. You know, it's like I'm I'm reading a book uh, right now called Following Jesus. And it's, it's kind of making me think, well, if I'm following Jesus, is it is it blind following? Um, which to, to some, I think sometimes we can say, you know, I, I trust in Jesus. I trust in you. Right. And what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe it does mean I don't love saying blindly following. Um, I think it's bl- like following with full trust and full confidence. But being full so, yeah. where are you going with the confidence that I, I know I'm going to come with you? Like That's I'm right. asking you because I want to come with you, not because I'm going to decide once you tell me if this is <laughs> yes right. or no. That's oh, right. I'm actually turns out I am busy right now. <laughs> so I have to well go make a batch of muffins, you know. That's right. And, you know, when we ask the question, where are you going, Lord? It's so that we can become participants. Yes. Right. We ask our Lord, especially in difficult times of discernment we're saying where are we going what's happening next what what do you have next on the big map of my life really most of the time the lord just sheds a little bit of light at your feet can you take that step yeah yeah you can take that step well how about the next step here it is i'll show you the next step and he does that because sometimes in our lives we are walking on the edge of a precipice yes and he knows if he shows us we're going to freak out We are. We're going to like, you what? what? Right. <laughs> you mean if I just nudge this way or that way, it's over? Yeah, but here's the thing. You're with me and I am the Lord. I was talking to my kids the other day. We do a, a daily Bible study together. One of the blessings of this terrible time in COVID. And we have about half an hour more just to talk about the scriptures. And we we're talking about one of my favorite passages that I could have used for this uh, podcast as well but if i know, have scripture but it's there you go, yeah. but i tell everyone no bible <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, that's podcast. okay because this one still is the one that i think has been such uh, a cornerstone in my own faith development but it's you know jesus i am the resurrection in the life you know he doesn't teach us about resurrection he doesn't yeah. teach us about true life eternal life he is the resurrection in the life And when we get that through our thick skulls, we'll realize that when we're walking on that edge in our lives and God's just showing us our feet, he's got you. He's in control. So mothers who are listening, fathers who are listening, people who are stressed out, people who are like, I'm done. No, you're not done. 
He is the resurrection and the life. You can feel like you can even try to convince those around you that you are dead, that it's over, that it's gone, that the plan has failed. Uh uh-uh. uh, that's not how it works. Right. Where are you going, Lord? And if you believe that, if you said, like Peter, I'll go with you, even the death if necessary, he's going to hold you to that. Then yeah. follow me. And he's also going to surprise you sometimes. And sometimes those places that you think you are dark, walking into that are dark and scary um, and you're on that precipice, sometimes they don't they don't turn out the way you expected. You know, I think that's uh, right. That's right. in relationship with other people, there can maybe a conversation you think you need to have or someone you haven't seen in a long time or spoken with. And and there's um, maybe some stuff left over from previous conversations or, or interactions or something. And you're not sure if you can handle whatever this conversation, this interaction is going to mm. be like. And I've had some times in the last few years where God has totally surprised me. And a priest told me, you know, you, you need to leave room for God to work in that other person. That's right. That's Even right. if that other person is not a practicing, what you know, there's someone in my life who's not a practicing anything. Mm-hmm. And I expected something that was going to be very tense um, and challenging. And I was praying for strength. And it turned out this person came at the situation with a whole lot more grace and charity than I had anticipated. Beautiful. Um, but if we think we know what's going to happen in our lives and in the lives of others, then we don't live leave room for God to do his thing. And Absolutely. we're not really trusting in him, right? Because we're like, okay, you take care of that, but this, I already know what's going to happen here. So no, no problem. Yeah. And you, you know, Lindsay, if we remove that element of the surprise, I like how you put that, then we've also removed one of the most fundamental elements for growth in religion. I'm not just talking about the faith. I'm talking about on a very basic human level, how religion grows in us. And that is the sense of awe. Yes. If I remove surprise that, you know, allowing myself to let the Lord surprise me, I have removed the sense of awe. And now I cannot see his workings in the world. And that is a very dangerous thing for you. For me, for anyone who wants to grow and become more human. Yes. I need to let the Lord surprise me. Because he does all the time, every day. Yep. He's conversations with the little ones. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But we can close our eyes to it. Yep, for sure. We can act like it's all the same. You know, it's just another day. It's all the same. No, our Lord is actually throwing gifts for you, surprises for you all over creation. Every day, every conversation. And if we just had the ears to hear it, if we just opened our eyes a little bit, and if we just let that sense of awe trickle in, yeah, we would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, we have to kind of train that muscle and let ourselves not expect, I don't know, not expect, we can't, we can't put expectations on God. We have to let him. No, we can't. You know, I, one of our quotes, I think the quote, I think we started season two with this one. Uh, we pay God a compliment by asking great things of him. And I think by expecting great things of him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. Little box, and that's all we're going to see of him. But if we let him be, if, if we understand that he's bigger than that, um, and we don't try to make him the God that we think he is, then, wow, the things that, who he really is, and in turn, who we really are, mm-hmm. that's mind-blowing. Yeah, I like that. It's mind-blowing. When you step back, and children have this naturally, right, yes. from their get-go, they look at the new things you do, and, wow, I, my little kid just said this the other day, I think it was my four-year-old, he comes, he's just so 
bursting of energy. He goes running in and he was like, wow, dad, you did that? <laughs> and it was something small, something, I don't even know what it was. I mean, it was so part of my everyday, but for him, right? wow, you surprised me, dad. Kids have this. Yeah. Right. And I think if you mentioned the muscle, we need to kind of, we need to retrain it. It's, it's was there in the beginning. Yes. It was vibrant and real and ready to go in the beginning. But over time, we come to believe that we get it. We know it. Yeah, I've experienced it. No, you haven't. There's so many things in this world our Lord has prepared for you. And that's why for us in our marriage and in our lives, where are you going? Because we don't know where the journey takes us next. No. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 We just need to leave room for God to be God. I think that if we've learned something i think hopefully we've learned a lot of things from this last year but i mean if we had any thought that maybe we were in control of our lives i think that's pretty much gone i hope it is i hope I so hope it's gone. <laughs> i hope it's gone but i know some of us still well we have tight grips yes we and wanna... maybe maybe we've let go in certain areas of our lives yes that's probably more accurate that intellect yeah. maybe we know it but we're still clinging to certain things because so, so much yeah. been in and changed and altered. Well, let me just hold on. Maybe if I cling to this little piece, I'll still have some hold on what's going on in my life. But that's just yeah. not how this thing works. And isn't it amazing <laughs> about our, our Lord and our faith, how he doesn't just want most of it. He doesn't say, well, you know, give hand over your finances or hand over your, your worries about children or hand over your marriage. He doesn't want some of it. He wants all of it. Because really what he's getting at is he wants you. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's personal relationship. It's not his relationship. Yeah. You know, right now, again, I, I keep thinking about your listeners, you know, someone's driving right now. Someone's, you know, cooking. Someone's, I don't know what they're doing. But can they in their, their spot, their moment right now say, okay, God wants me. He doesn't just want my finances. He doesn't just want my relationships. He doesn't just want my marriage. He wants me. And when you kind of, you let that kind of sink in, it changes everything. Yeah. Because I don't think people really stop to consider that our God has kind of moved every piece on the chessboard to get to you. Hmm. I mean, we're talking about God here. We're talking about the one right. who can literally move mountains. Yeah. He can, he can literally, I mean, talk about the best matchmaker in the world, right? If you have met someone, it is because God believes this is best for you and that other person. Right. That's who we're talking about. This God wants you. And I think when we really let that sink in, and for me, it's taken years and years and years, and I don't know if I'm even there yet. Yeah, and I think stuff gets in the way and you have to let it like re-sink in. That's right, that's right. Yeah. You know, once we do that though, I, I know I've had some retreats, some uh, parish missions that I've been on where that hits me full force, just because, wow. Yeah. And it helps to kind of reset everything we do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, going to my husband recently is, uh, I guess when he was on a retreat a little while ago, he came home just with this new understanding that 
like when we go to mass, we go there because we want to be with God, but also like God is, he's sitting there waiting for us. Like he wants yeah. each of us individually circumstances. Like, okay, fine. You know, like I under mm -hmm. COVID aside, he wants each one of us to be there and he has that personal love for us. Um, mm -hmm. And that's such a powerful thing. We're trying to, our, our uh, second son is um, approaching his first communion this year and we're just with that in mind and this thing that John just experienced on his retreat, these things are coming together for, for me and this kind of newfound, oh my gosh, the mass. I knew it was beautiful, but mm -hmm. but that's a conversation for another day. We could go on for ages. We do need to start wrapping it up. Um, <laughs> so you're, you're saying we talk a lot. <laughs> I mean, we may Sorry have reached that. a limit. Um, we could, I mean, we could probably talk about the Eucharist for 16 more days at least. I know, right? Um, so you, I would just, before we end though, I, uh, I have your, the links to your uh, websites in our show notes, but you also have a book and a course coming out soon. Um, and one I think is said is for Lent or it's coming out as we're, I, I think we're <laughs> listeners. If you're not aware, Lent, Lent is going to be here in a hot second. Um, yeah. oh. so can you share a little about that? Cause maybe that is what God is going to call some of our listeners to, uh, this Absolutely. Absolutely. So my work is primarily in evangelization. And as uh, Lindsay mentioned, I'm a Catholic evangelist. So as I travel around North America, or at least I have in, in uh, much greater depth in the past, um, I've accumulated a lot of experiences and things worth sharing with other people so that they can in turn turn around to the people in their lives and become better evangelizers themselves. So I've been asked, especially in light of the current situation, Patrick, can you get all of your knowledge, all of your notes, all of your experiences into a single resource for people so they can begin taking courses um, basically to to work off of that, to use that to better their own relationships and change hearts where people live so that's what we've done our evango team is in the midst right now of wrapping up uh i think we have already three courses ready to go on evangelization that are going to touch both the theoretical and the practical how to so i'm going to walk people through this is why this works this is who we got it from this is the saint the theologian it's a great insight now use it and this is how you go forward and do that so that's our, our courses on evangelization and they're coming out in lent and you'll hear more about that on our evango website evango.net and then there's a book coming out in easter called the three languages of evangelization and this book is going to help you to understand that the way you say something the way you convey the faith to another person will either stop the conversation uh, dead in its tracks, or you'll actually ignite a fire in the other person simply by understanding the language that they speak. And I'm not talking Hebrew or Aramaic or something like that. I'm talking about truth, goodness, or beauty, those transcendentals that actually are a direct line to the human heart. So if you want to learn more about evangelization and how to reach people in your lives in a concrete way, then we have a course, a few courses, and a book coming for you. Awesome. Uh, I am totally intrigued. That sounds amazing. All right. Well, we'll have the launch for those in our prayers. Uh, and thanks so much for hanging out with me today. No, thank you. Thank you. And good luck with the little ones. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Friends, to suggest a quote or a guest, follow the show on Instagram, quote me underscore podcast. Remember to pop over there uh, for our giveaways this week as well. Uh, or contact me at my website, lindsayschlegel.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to to the podcast, leave a review wherever you find your shows and tell a friend. Until next time, God bless you.